0: everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, The Marketing Podcast, where we talk about how effective digital marketing and web development solve business problems. So Kevin and I are taking a week off after 63 episodes. I think it's about time that we take one week off. But we are going to give you sort of a special episode this week. And this episode is going to be my keynote from WordCamp New York City about stop selling and start solving problems. So check it out. Hope you guys all enjoy. And if you attended WordCamp New York City in 2018 September 2018. I appreciate you being there, and I hope to see you soon. Check it out. Okay, you can hear me Thank you. It's so it's crazy. It's like my bio sounds impressive only because I wrote it, I guess. So yeah, it's actually all true. It just sounds better because I wrote it. So what the hell, right? So <clears throat> thanks for coming to solving problems is the new selling. Uh, here at WordCamp, New York City. Um, You know, how often do we really talk about what the client needs versus what we do? So that's sort of the premise of everything. So I want you to stop selling and start solving problems. That's sort of the framework, the paradigm of everything here. So first off, I want to thank all the WordCamp organizers. I want to thank all the volunteers. I want to thank the staff. I want to thank our captionist Stanley over here for being here all week. Let's give him a round of applause. know WordPress is big on accessibility and all of that this is the first camp I've actually been with a captionist, so this is really really cool and really really awesome and I hope that other camps follow suit so thank you so much and thank you guys for being here you know it's a beautiful Sunday in New York City football's starting I mean how many people are from here And you guys know your days are numbered. The bad weather is coming, and you guys are in here (laughs) listening to me. What's your problem? What? Seriously. So anyway, we're pretty calm most of the time. chill, laid-back guy. So if you have a question, raise your hand. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. I don't want to talk at you. I want to have a discussion with you. Hopefully, next time I'm at work in New York, I see some of your faces up here just presenting. So that would be really awesome. The big question I'm always asked is, where are your slides? Okay, my slides are gonna be available at TrinityWebMedia.com, WCNYC 2018. But they're not gonna make any goddamn sense because they're gonna be out of context. So I did a voiceover, so you can get that on the site whenever you guys want So who am I? My name is Greg Taylor. I sort of fell into the WordPress development world backwards. I went to school, I'm a marketer. Don't hold that against me, please. Marketers ruin everything, I know, I know, I know. So what happened was, my story is, I'm highly unemployable, I work for agencies, I got fired from every single one I ever worked for. Because I thought of things differently, and when you think of things differently, it doesn't always align with the revenue model of said agency you work for, so they show you the door. After that, I started a content marketing company, and what was happening is we were doing all these great content strategies and publishing all this content and getting things going. And this is like 2008. This is a while ago, before the big content boom or whatever. And we were publishing to really terrible, shitty websites, and there was no way we were ever going to succeed. So what I, we did was we found it. I fell into the WordPress world backwards that way. So. Who's this talk for? This talk's for anybody who wants to do things differently. The talk is for developers, business owners, anyone in business development. It's for the freelancer, it's for the content strategist, it's really for anyone. So, by show of hands, who are you? How many developers do we have here? Oh, really? You guys scare me. I don't know why, speaking of developers is always things. Do we have any business owners here? Right, we're gonna have some business owners. Any content creators? Everybody's hand should actually be up. We work on WordPress, aren't right? we? All kind of content creators? We have any designers? Alright, cool. Do we have any writers? Welcome writers. So one time I was doing a, a talk like this in WordCamp Phoenix, and I said, who is everybody to get a kind of lay of land? And one lady in the back of the room raised her hand and she said, Well, you forgot me. I didn't mean to do that. Okay. What are you? She said, "I'm a writer." And so she didn't feel like she fit into any of the other ones. So I never made that mistake again. So writers, welcome. Welcome. The one thing that we all are is we're all creatives. In one way or another, we're all creatives. And if we're not creative by the traditional sense, we're creatives in the way that we think. You know, developers are extremely creative because you guys are solving problems with code. Writers are creative. Again, the writers, I didn't miss you guys. You guys be noted quite often. You guys are are writing creatively and addressing needs. The same thing with designers, et cetera, et cetera. So anyone in this room right now, if we don't believe that you're actually a creative, there's a little bit of a disconnect. So if you can put that aside for a minute and just assume that we are all creative. So what brings us together? The two things that bring us together are our love of WordPress, and our love of creatively affecting change. So, why is this concept important? Because together and when we think differently, we can affect change. And really, that's why I started doing what I do. That's the reason that you know my mindset and working with people, you know, it's not for the money right now, trust me. You know, it's not for anything else. It's because I want to affect change in some way, shape, or form in how somebody thinks, how somebody does things how somebody runs their business, et cetera, et cetera. Because now there's more noise than ever, especially in our space and in the business space. There is more noise than ever. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk, fellow, you know, Jersey, uh, he always says he's the day trader of attention. That's so true nowadays. Like, it used to be in marketing or whatever, you would have five seconds. And Stanley, like, if I'm going too fast, let me know. No, you're probably you extremely know, good at your t- t- you, don't to, you don't have to caption <laughs> 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 you no, we cool? ah, all right. Throw something at me if I'm going too fast. Let me know. It's, <laughs> 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 it's daily not around. Yeah. <laughs> Marketing advertising, we would have like five seconds to get people's attention. I don't we don't have five seconds anymore. You know how long we have nowadays? We have this long. Right? If your content isn't grabbing someone's attention, they're gone. Now notice I didn't say left or right. That means something completely (laughs) different. So there's no barrier. So those of you who are not from here, I'm sure that you guys walked a lot through Times Square. And you did a lot of sightseeing and stuff, right? How many people tried to sell you sightseeing tickets and bus passes when you're walking through there? 10, ten right? 10 in how eight? long? In like how many blocks? In like uh, three blocks. In, in three blocks, right? Okay. He counted. Okay. It's good. I think that the 10 is probably a low estimate actually. You know, I went for a run this morning and there was everybody even though I'm running with headphones in there, are am showing these goddamn bus passes, well, sightseeing <laughs> stores. God bless them, right? But that's not what we do. We're not selling bus passes to the internet. Right? And WordPress can be that if you are only selling websites. Selling a website is like selling a bus pass to the internet. That's not what we're trying to do. So, there's no real barrier to entry longer. You know? Anybody with a smartphone can be a professional photographer. Anybody with a computer and with the acumen to install WordPress can be a WordPress developer. The barrier to entry really, if you want to do things right and set up your business correctly, is probably less than $400 to set up to file LLC paperwork. I know that when I filed my original corporation in Arizona it was $85 and that was expedited. You know? There's no barrier to entry anymore. Everything is open source. And getting back to open source, this talk is open, also open source. So, if you want to use anything from it, be my guest. Please do. So, this guy is more prevalent in our world than ever. The snake oil salesman. The guy that can do everything for you and actually does nothing.
1: WordPress,
0: Apple, Google. All these other companies have made the barrier to entry so low that anybody can build a website and sell a website. But not not just anybody can solve a problem. People are skeptical of what they do not understand. It's our job to make them understand what we do, why we do it, and if they want to know how we do it. The common buying cycle, and I got this from John Jansen Duct Tape Marketing, the common buying cycle is once you demonstrate you can solve somebody's problem, it's no, like, trust, try, buy, repeat, refer. Now, the goal of that is the repeat business and the referrals, but if you're just building something, building a site or whatever, you're just commoditizing. Come on up. <laughs> I'm Greg. How are you? Yeah, right. nice, nice to meet you, Desiree. You're my interpreter? Yes. Excellent. Desiree. There we go. So, no like, trust, su- try, buy, repeat, refer. Because nobody likes to be sold, but people like to buy. Nobody likes to be sold to, but people like to buy. So, if you've ever seen me some talk ever listen to a podcast that we do, a new marketing show, or whatever else is, I think that there's only three goals of any website. The three goals that I work with are content, so that your business can be found on the web for indexability, and the branding, to be perceived as a subject matter expert. Building community around your product, service, and brand. A lot of faith-based organizations and like animal organizations and things like that are very, very good at building community around their product, service, and brand. And then the last one is conversion. Conversion in the context of this talk is getting somebody to act and to do in a manner that you, in which you want them to. Did I leave anything out? Typically, when I ask that question, somebody will say, well, my goal is to make money. Right? You're shaking your head, right? So here's the deal. Generating revenue is not a goal. Generating revenue is a byproduct of meeting these goals. In some way, shape, or form, if you meet these goals, you will generate revenue. Especially in the conversion. So what are some common business problems that we have? Common business problems are your brand is invisible, lack of revenue is a business problem, Brand perception, lack of brand loyalty. Now the other ones, the inferior product, inferior service, that is a business problem that we can't address. That we can't address here. Wait for it, I bumped into it. Here we go, that we can't address. If your product sucks, your product sucks and no slick marketing, no slick website is gonna it. If you have inexperienced staff, if you're inexperienced in your industry, no good marketing is going to make that better. In actuality, good marketing and a good website is going to make that worse. <coughs> so those are things that we can solve. The first four, yes. The bottom two. So here's a quick reality check. Everybody with me? Are we all on the same page here? Anybody have any questions? Because I rehearsed this. Thing. I rehearsed this. Thing. What's up? Go back back to New Jersey back to this, <laughs> <laughs> back to
1: this
0: one yes. Eric. Right. let you know when you when you're good you cool all right so I practice this this presentation the other night when I did the voiceover I have like 40 slides I did them in like 22 minutes today I'm talking a little fast I mean I just went back so maybe I'll Instead of doing it in 19 minutes, I might do it in 20 minutes, so I hope there's going questions at <laughs> the end or else we're going to, you know. You know, whenever you talk at to WordCamp, you're always competing with another talk or something like that. There's a good podcasting one going on, but today I'm competing with podcasting and lunch. How <laughs> <laughs> the fuck do you compete at lunch, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, right? So, I, so, this is the biggest, one of the biggest disconnects. You don't have to, well, I swear you don't. <laughs> <laughs> the hearing impaired can know that I have a filthy mouth (laughs) also. Okay, so this is not a problem. This is, And I learned this from a good friend of mine, Susan Byer of Audience Audit, who does audience segmentation research, who's a brilliant marketer. The problem is that people do not have, the problem is never that people do not have what you're selling. So one of the business problems that a company does not have a website, is, is if it's not a business problem to them, it's not a business problem to them. It's not so, that's not something you're going to solve. What you're going to solve there is them being invisible to everybody. That's the problem. The fact that they don't have a website or good marketing isn't the problem. The derivative of that is the problem. So that's sort of what we need to always think about. The problem is never that people do not have what you are selling. Also not problem. That you, as a business owner, are broke. That's not a client problem. That you have payroll to meet every 15th. Of, how? When do we do payroll? Every two weeks, Kevin? Every, two weeks. Every two weeks. Every two weeks. That you have payroll to meet. That is not your client's problem. <clears throat> other. And what are some other business problems? Can't get enough help. Can't get enough help. can get find good help, right? Or whatever. Anything else? You're too busy as a
2: business owner you're too busy as a business
0: owner wait okay he that's my business partner he said he's too busy <laughs> he might be to punk or something else <laughs> hey, so that's probably an internal conversation but but these are not business problems these are not problems for your clients these are not customer problems these are your problems so let's crack the code here a little bit let's see if we can't change the way that we think of some things i always call this a the brand game, here's some, just examples of shifting our paradigm here. So, what's this company? What are they, what are they? they? Energy drink. Everybody says they're an energy drink company. They're a media company. They're a media company that sells an energy drink. If you look at Red Bull, Red Bull, like somebody, uh, I think Devin Sears from Bluehost mentioned it early on, that Felix Baumgartner, who jumped from wherever, the moon or wherever he jumped to Earth, right? That's sponsored by Red Bull. How much media did they get out of that? You know, living in California, I'm exposed to a lot of you know the skateboard world, the search world, things like that. Red Bull is at every single thing. Red Bull's there, but they're not selling an energy drink to everybody. You know what I mean? They're a media company. Another one. GoPro. What's GoPro?
1: Camera.
0: Everybody says camera. GoPro's really a content company. They help you make content. In fact, Nick Woodman, their CEO and founder, says that they're actually a content enabling company. Because if you've ever worked on a GoPro, you'll know how hard it is to get the footage off of the GoPro <laughs> to do what you need to do with it. And Nick Woodman, the founder, is the first one to say that. And since that, things have changed. Here's another one. This is one of my favorites. What's this brand? Who's it? Anybody say it? Lululemon, right. What are they? They're not a fashion brand. They're a lifestyle brand. People who use their services are, the problem that they're solving is they're living a certain Lifestyle, and they want to be known as living that lifestyle, not necessarily being the most fashionable. So, now about your companies. Who are the business owners here? Okay, who wants to answer this question? Who? Who? Everybody raise your hand so fast. Okay, I ask you. What do you do? Web development. Web development. Okay. I
3: help solve solve problems. <laughs> Excellent
0: narration. What problems do you solve specifically? I help
3: clients um, utilize their technology
0: to achieve their goals. Awesome. And how do you do that? What tools do you use? Um, Like
2: actual tools. Sure. There's a lot of listening.
0: WordPress. And WordPress. Okay, there we go. But here's one of the things, though, right? Do Do you think that your clients care what tools that you use when you're solving their problem?
1: No, and
0: I tell them not to care. They don't care. So when we solve a problem, or when you guys solve a problem, web development companies solve problems, how often do you guys say, we do it with WordPress? Nobody does that, nobody says, you guys do that. If you start shifting your focus to the problem and not the how, if you do the what problem and the why you're solving it and not specifically the how you're solving it, I think you're gonna engage in higher level business conversations. Well,
1: it depends where you are on the food chain. Yeah, sure. Because we are
3: sometimes a consultant Okay. Oh, you're going to do this in WordPress. Okay. So we don't even have contact with the end client.
0: Okay. So
3: that's a little different than maybe
1: some people who are just trying to the client.
0: It could be, but it could also be the same. You know, it could it could totally be, it, it, one way or the other. Yes. I'm not agreeing to disagree with you. I'm just I'm I agree with you actually. But yeah. I might
1: have
0: done it a weird way. Yes. Sure, nobody really cares about nobody really cares about how you're solving the problem. They care about why you're solving the problem and what problem you're solving. I don't know, why I keep bumping into this thing, but I should just Technology, I love it. Right, next slide. Right? Okay, so what are you not? You guys are not just WordPress developers. You guys are not just writers. You guys are not just the slide actually says what are you not? So you guys are not just WordPress developers, not just content creators, not just writers, not just etc. etc. But you guys are a creative problem solvers. Problem solvers. So remember the goals of a website? Content, branding, conversion, building community, how do we go ahead and how do we use these goals to actually solve business problems? Now remember our business problems, that your brand is invisible, the, the brand is lacking in revenue, the brand perception is lacking, the lack of loyalty. Remember the two that we can't solve, the two are the... Inferior to certain product and service, and the inexperience of the company. So, how do we go ahead and how do we match these two things up? So, if your brand is invisible, what are the three goals are we going to use to solve that problem? Branding. 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 Anything else? Marketing. Those are another, that's another way that we, I also have a look at Lack of revenue, how are, how are we gonna solve that problem? Conversion sales. conversion, sales, conversion. Increasing brand identity, increasing brand loyalty. How are we gonna solve the problem of <coughs> lack of loyalty? Building community, perhaps. Maybe enhancing things with content. Maybe, you know, having a stronger content branding site. Maybe having stronger presence. Maybe having better content. Those are all different ways that we can solve these problems. When you solve problems, you win. So, all our developers here, how many of you guys, and business owners and everybody, how many of you guys are freaked out about Google? Okay, thank you for being honest. Thank you. Some people here are freaked out about Gutenberg coming up, and Gutenberg, the 5.0 release. How many of you guys in this room are Gutenberg experts? Or like feel like you got your things under wraps of Gutenberg? Nobody. Okay. I think that that's telling, that that's a big problem within our own ecosystem, and there's opportunity there for somebody to solve that problem. How many people in this room like building e-commerce sites? How many people hate it? There you go. There you go. We have people who hate it, and people who like it. We're solving a problem. We're solving problems together, and that's just within this room, this little room of five thousand people. No. <laughs> this little room of you know seventy people or, or whatever. So, three last points, and then Q and A, and we don't even have to worry about. This. Thank you, though, I appreciate it. Three last points. Go do something. Go do something to affect change. Go do something to change your business. Go do something to help somebody else. Go do something to do things differently. Go solve problems. Two, perfection is the enemy of progress. Perfection is the enemy of progress. If all of us developers, all of us writers, all of us artists, all of us musicians, all of us in this room, Me, if I waited for technology to be perfect, we'd still be standing here in silence. Things like that, right? But no, we move forward. The scariest button in the WordPress user interface is publish. Or commit code, or whatever, right? Just go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. And if you wait for perfect, nothing ever happens. Trust me on that. The last thing, go help somebody else. WordPress, the WordPress community is the best community in the business world, I'm convinced. And I've been to WordCamps all over the country. I've been, I've spoken maybe 20 of them so far, something like that, over the years. The WordPress community, I've never met anybody more helpful. I've never forged better friendships and partnerships with people. I've never been exposed to anybody more willing to help another group of people, potential strangers, with business problems. So go help somebody else. And someday, you know, in the next camps, I hope to see you guys up here speaking instead of me. So thank you so much. Now let's, let's have some QA. This is to So questions? Yes? So if do you want to have a microphone? We don't have to do that. He doesn't mind. No, Somebody no, knows him right here. All right. So, if the problems a website solves is branding, community, and conversion. Yes. If your conversion goal is to establish contact with clients. Yes. Why would you make a website and not a Facebook page or a Google, whatever the Google community page? What would be a reason to create a website if those problems can be solved with pre-existing solutions like that? Okay. So. The reason that you wanna create a website, the reason that we direct our, we get this question all the time. I think we devoted a whole podcast episode to it. One of the reasons that I wanna do this for my clients as it fits in with their marketing strategy is because they're gonna own that real estate on the web. When you work with Facebook, you work with Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, any of those outside third parties, you're at their mercy. What if tomorrow in in Memo Park, California, the sun doesn't rise and Facebook does not show up. Where are your brands then? They can't at that at that point what, what we always want to do is correct the facts, control the narrative, right? And when you're on your own website, your own real estate there, it's simpler to do that. And you own that real estate for the length of time. Versus being on somebody else's rented land. Anyone else? Yeah.
2: If you speak loud, you don't. Okay. So I'm a developer I'm new to WordPress. Excellent. Welcome. So, thank you. Uh, yeah, first, uh, first time I come to a camp, that's so great. Um, so I want to start developing a plugin. I decided that that's how I want to start on WordPress. How do I find a problem to solve?
0: Uh, wow. wow. All right. You're really challenging me. <laughs> So here's a question. Here, here, here's what this is my thought, and this is a great question. Anybody else wants to address it also? The question is: as a new developer, or as a plugin developer, anything like that, theme developer, how do you know what problem to solve? Correct? Yeah. I would start with conversation with people. How about that? I would start. There's forums. Yeah. There's conversation with people. There's ways to go ahead and interact with people. Yeah. We're still in this physical world <laughs> where we can sit down next to someone where you have conversation. There are meetup groups, meetup groups, and anybody here part of a meetup group? Anybody here organize a meetup group? Anybody here do that? Thank you guys because you guys do mostly like they're like mini word camps, monthly mini work camps. So thank you guys for being a huge part of the community, also. But I would go there. I would talk to people. I would. I would intuitively read other blogs, other technology blogs, where there's a will, there's a way, and when where there's a problem, there's a solution.
1: Yeah.
0: The, the, the one thing I would implore you not to do is don't solve problems that don't exist. Yeah. Right. Don't solve problems that don't exist because you're just running in, in the mud, or you know you're you're just you're running standstill at that point. So I would just keep your ear to the ground, be a part of the community. Once you're a part of the community, you are plugged in the community. The forums, WordCamps, camps, yeah. you know, uh, meetup groups, anything like that will help you start to identify problems. Anybody else have another answer for that? Yes. I'd like to. You want to come over here?
2: As soon as you start building sites with WordPress, you discover things you need that aren't out there. Not many, because there's 55,000 plugins. Um, but as soon as, like, typically, you're building a site and you write a little bit of custom code because there's a feature you need that's not there, or you need to customize something. If you do that twice, it's time to build a plugin. Yep. Um, I I was using Photon, and it was before all the sites for our clients were on HTTPS, and Photon didn't work with HTTPS, and we were converting clients to HTTPS. So HTTPS. <laughs> so. Um, I had to write a one-liner to say, make it work this way, because there was a filter you could use. So I did that twice, so I made a plugin, put it in a repository.
0: One-liner code, but it solved the problem. So there you go. As soon as
2: you go inside, you'll the As soon as you... Yeah, exactly.
0: And listen, if people are bitching about it, there's a problem.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Listen, don't ignore that type of stuff. Thank you. just i so to show you there. Awesome, I love this stuff. Yes.
3: Can you give us one of your
1: best examples
3: of how you you're very passionate about trying to solve a problem, which we all should be? And can you just give that an example of one of your clients that you feel that you really achieved that goal with?
0: Sure. Phoenix Children's Hospital. Phoenix Children's Hospital Foundation. There's all there's arms of PCHM that were underfunded. There are things that they were lacking in, and what we did was we crafted custom content. and helped them craft custom content to address those points, and to bring it back to a donor network, and to nurture donors along the way. So that was one of the so the problem there is lack of revenue or donations or you know within the philanthropic world. So what we did was we were able to solve that with custom content that emotionally spoke to people within the word, you know, posted on the WordPress site and having it go out to social media to drive donor donations. Is that a good enough I mean, example? Is that cool? Okay. Well, they were I don't know if I answered the question or not. I guess
3: they
0: were pretty happy, like just. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Of course I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I just wanted to
3: address the earlier question. There's the official WordPress ideas section where uh, people can. Uh, it's kind of like Reddit. There's another system I think where the most popular requests, you know, we need. I mean, that that's the community. That uh, I think it's, it's not just like.
0: So they get they get upvoted. Yeah. So
2: it's it's called ideas, and it's on the official WordPress
0: site. Excellent. So there, that's a that's a great answer right there. That's a way that you don't even have to. That's a way that you can start getting the lay of the land before having conversations
1: with
0: people. Yeah. Okay. You know. yeah. So, in our last couple of years of working
2: together, I know you hate two things.
0: <laughs> Cucumbers As- and mustard?
2: Besides that, outside outside of food. Okay. <laughs> Assumptions and hypothesis. Yep. Can you tell the room why?
0: Because when... Because dealing with assumptions and hypotheses and hypothetic situations, you're addressing things, problems that don't even exist. You're having conversations about things that potentially may, potentially may happen in the future of time, and it's just like, to me it's like spinning your wheels and going nowhere. So one of the things I always like to do is I like to deal with real world situations, solve real world problems. The worst problem to solve is one that doesn't exist. The worst way to solve a problem is by creating other problems.
2: So those are just some of that. Yeah. Sometimes solve kind of a different problem from what you brought there. Like we built a site for an artist. His wife insisted that he had a website to try and sell his work. And what's actually happening is he's getting other work. Yeah. The result has been that he's got, you know, a fellowship and a, you know, a residency or something. You know, he's, it's it solved a different problem.
0: Well, the biggest problem that I see there is you made his wife happy.
2: <laughs>
0: that's, that's mm. I guess single for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> More questions? Yeah?
2: What oh. about when your client thinks they have
0: one oh. problem and you got to tell them not problem? Yeah. Then you send them a therapy bill. No, I, I totally. So the question is what what happens when a client comes to you with one problem that's not really the problem? Yeah. You know, that happens. Often, That's a fantastic question. Thank you for asking that one. And that is one of those things that, the way that we address that is, the way that I try to address that is in an initial discovery meeting when they say, and then I'll, I'll either say, how does that affect you? To kind of let them feel that pain so that they can get to what the real issue is. Or then I'll say something like, oh, anything else? <laughs> and usually the second thing that they say is the real problem. But that's, that's, the, that's where the consulting, the, I can't say this word very well, consultative, the consultative approach really comes in where you're not really a WordPress developer at that point, you're a business consultant. And when you position yourself as a business consultant and you can help them get to the root of what's really wrong, then you're invaluable. Then you're a trusted advisor, you're a trusted resource. So a lot of that is gonna go, a lot of that, so I do that in a couple ways. One, I use data. Data tells a very specific story, and data, in a lot of cases, removes the emotion of what you're telling them. You're telling somebody that their baby is ugly with data versus just saying it because it's an opinion. So I like to use data from like Google Analytics, anything like that that we don't have control over that we can't spin or manipulate. And a lot of times our clients have visibility to that same data. So I'll tell them to pull it up on their dashboard, we'll pull it up on mine, we'll go back and forth and look at it. So I use data to do that. The other way that I do that is, I'll preface it, (laughs) I'll preface our first meeting, and be like, there's gonna be some things that you're not gonna like what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna be a real pain in the ass about certain things. You're just gonna have to bear with me. And then at that point, their willingness to bear with you, as long as you do it in a non abrasive non-aggressive type of way, is gonna really dictate that relationship. So that's that's a fantastic question. Yep. Solving problems versus selling websites impact your pricing model. That's another great question. It's allowed us to double our pricing. So our company Trinity Web Media caters to small businesses, startups, and like mid-sized businesses. We really are not as effective as I would like to be if we work with bigger corporations. For two reasons, one. They really upset, our, upset the Apple and really upset our culture, and there's just too much there for us to do, and we don't really excel at that. So we know our space. Typically, you know, a year and a half ago, the company was charging, let's say, you know, there were some projects I think that we were charging like maybe $1,800, $2,500 for, that were smaller scale sites. Now we bring in the consultation, you bring in the business development and some of the analysis in it, and that price point easily can go up from the $4,500 to $7,000, which is where things should be. As a business, we have overhead. As a business, we have employees. As a business, we have all sorts of other things. You know, yes, WordPress is free and there's tons of people out there willing to do $500, $600, $700, $1,500 websites, but you know what? That's a race to the bottom. That's a race to zero and the last thing I want to be is the first one to read to zero. You know what I mean? So what happened when we take more of a business practical approach to things, it's made us more of a trusted advisor, like we were just saying, and we are brought on for more things. Sometimes, you know, we can bill for meetings, and a project isn't even the end goal for us. It's just like being a consultant at that point. And you're going to realize also when you start doing this stuff that you're starting to have, you know, I hate having the right conversation with the wrong people, but I really hate having the wrong conversation with the wrong people. Now you're gonna start having the right conversation with the right people more often. How am I on time, am I all right? Anybody hungry here? Good. Good? Right. Yes?
3: Uh, you brought up a really good point there about um, web design and business development and Based on my background, I'm more into the business development and I use web design as a tool. However, everywhere I turn, it's, you know, you're defined as a web designer or a developer. But there's another term I wish we could come up with that shows the depth of somebody's skills other than just comparing yourself to somebody who changes colors and font. And have you come up with, like I heard you say, you're a consultant, a business advisor. What other terms do you use to describe yourself that help sell you more than just a simple yep. level that is inundated, the industry is inundated with people sure. saying, oh, I do web design. Right.
0: So if you're just saying that you do web design, you're no different than any of those people selling bus tickets outside. There's no way to differentiate yourself. And you're, what you're doing is you're commoditizing your own business. So do I have a term for that? No. <laughs> I mean, do I wish I did? I guess. I mean, you know what I mean. But like, what the way that we just position our company from the beginning, from our website to every way that we speak to talks like this is we talk about creative problem solving. We solve business problems. How do we do it? We do it with effective, strategic web design. That's you know, that's the how and the what. You know, where are you from? What. Like, what region? Are you from here? Or? I'm from Ontario. Canada. From, from Ontario, okay. Yeah. So the landscape of your business, your business landscape may look very, very differently than where I live in San Diego, which is different than the New York City landscape. Just So I think that once you plug yourself in and you listen to enough clients who, and enough people who start saying things, I think that something will come to you.
2: So your business offers websites as a product, and you said meetings can sometimes be a product.
0: Can I mean, we? Do, you, do you offer, what other products do you offer? Well, you, so, yeah. so our core competency is web development. The strategic web development, data-driven web development, whatever you want to say. We take analytics, we don't. We put the what in front of the, the how it looks. You know, I, I think that anybody can make a website look good, not everybody can make one work. That's one thing that we do. The other thing that we do is we do offer content marketing services and social media management as part of that whole branding package. But our core competency and our revenue, and I think that we just did a study the other day, I think that our revenue is 85% web development, 15% other services. Right, am I right about that? You are. You paid attention. I paid attention to you. (laughs) When you're the older brother of a business partnership, sometimes the younger brother feels like you don't pay attention. <laughs> Any, anything else?
2: Yeah. I just want to mention that not talking about how you solve the problem by saying WordPress. I just feel like sometimes there's so much rec- brand recognition
0: of WordPress that there is somehow. Sure. That's, that's, that's for you to pick and choose your spot. And to know your client, and to know who you're having conversations with. Yeah, you know, like they said, like you know, like the, the lady in the back said. You know, she's brought in to do WordPress development. If she comes in there and says, "Well, I'm going to do it using this technology," you're probably going to get shown the door because they asked for something specific. So that's for you to know your audience. That's for you to know who you're talking to, the conversations that you're having with. Her. Is it who, or who? I didn't cover that. Right? I cannot read that at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sure. Does it say two minutes? Okay, thank you. Thank you so And
3: Stanley's typing it
0: too. <laughs> Stanley over here. Stanley's my guy. I, I think I, I drove the other interpreter away. <laughs> it's your filthy mouth. It must be. We have the same friends, so what does that say about you? Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? You just stretch it over there? Yes,
2: from a 10,000 foot view aerial view what are the, some of the most common problems we solve
0: common, co- most common problem is definitely that a brand can't be found visibility visibility most common problem second most common problem is lack of conversion creating a community solving that problem is really difficult and unless you're a faith-based organization or like you have heartstrings like crazy like the Phoenix Children's Hospital you know you can tell them it's really hard to create a community around a WordPress development company. We I mean, some have been very, very successful at doing that, you know. We have not, you know, but that's not where, you know, things are going. But I would say definitely the visibility of a brand and conversion. Absolutely. All right, anybody hungry? Anybody want to eat lunch? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, lunch is on me. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everybody, thanks for checking out another episode of The New Marketing Show. We really appreciate you listening. You know, if you have a moment, please rate, review, subscribe to our show on iTunes, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can get also get more episodes of The New Marketing Show at trinitywebmedia.com slash iTunes. We look forward to seeing you next week with another episode from Kevin and myself. So until then, take care.